Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild wrong. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode, it's conspiracy theories. My name is Jeff, and in middle school, I bartered my friendship to two peers. One was for Beast Wars figures I couldn't afford, the other for a stack of his dad's playboys from the late 80s and early 90s. My name is Jimmy, and Dan once burned me a Simpsons CD, because Napster existed. <laughs> My name is Dan, and I once dragged Jeff and a friend of ours to a 17-hour Star Wars marathon. You say dragged as if I didn't want to be a part of that. You did, but you were hating it during and after. I enjoyed the experience, but it was right before Episode 7 came out. Yep. So they played the first six in a row, Mm -hmm. and then into the premiere of Episode 7. It was great. Um, A lot of movie theaters now, even though this wasn't that long ago have comfortable reclining chairs and you could live there well some theaters had them at that time too but not it was this like theater. it was just like the start of them in our area not this theater <laughs> and uh the we we were sitting next to at the end of the aisle was a lady who needed assistance she couldn't walk on her own so she her legs were like straight out and uh her helper didn't want to move her while we needed to leave during every movie to use the bathroom, get food. We were there a day. So we had to awkwardly climb over this poor lady. Disabled woman. Yeah. It was, it was still a great time, though. It was. You fell asleep at one point. We all did. Uh, Jeff's most movies. Jeff said, wake Dan. me up after the prequels. <laughs> yeah, I was they like, started at 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, if I fall asleep during any of these, just like, let me sleep. <laughs> That's so funny. Jimmy, do we have any reviews this week? I think we do. It looks like uh, uh, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> it looks like there's a a title that says "legitimately funny" in five stars from SLC Film Fan eighteen. Okay. Oh. I really dig the concept for this pod. Aside from the dudes being hilarious, oh, thank you. They also present and format the episodes very well. Never a moment to get bored. Very good audio quality, which is so appreciated. This is a fave of mine. Oh, thank you. About the the audio quality? Yeah. I, I take so much pride in my audio. That's why I wanted you to read it. So make sure you leave us a review, ratings. You send us an email at talkmeinto at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at talkmeinto, and we will read them in this section of the show. Every week, we have a little segment of what we're talking ourselves into. Uh, could be a quick little thing, nothing like pop culture-y or anything, but, uh, or maybe it is, but this is what we're talking ourselves into. This week, I'm talking myself into staying in bed less. Ooh. Oh, less, uh, huh? Yeah, d- just because I, I work nights, so it is easy for me to stay up until... Two, three in the morning, which I know it's not the healthiest thing to do, but that's just how my job allows me to live. Hmm. So it's fine. 
So um, I do have like basically just a hard set alarm at 11 o'clock in case for some reason I do sleep that long, but it's, it's very rare. But I do have a tendency of just like staying in bed even though I'm already awake and just like checking my phone, looking at Twitter, feeling depressed because it's Twitter and it's Trump's America, baby. Now, are um, you laying in bed or are you sitting on the oh, bed? Oh, I'm laying in bed. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's, you know, I, I just Living can't that do horizontal anything. life. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've done overnight shifts too. Yeah. And you could you could sleep for like five hours, which isn't yeah. a lot of sleep. But because it's during the day and there's sunlight and things are happening, yeah. you, your mind just is like, I'm wasting this time. Mm, so you just have thing, you just though. have to overcome that. Bump. I got some uh, blackout curtains. So oh, yeah. and he's not you need fully those. he's not fully overnight either. No, no, he's um, beginning his sleep at nighttime. Yeah, it's at two a.m. Two or three a.m. Um, AF. Okay, so. so I mean, but 11 o'clock is fair. Yeah, I think it's fine, but the thing is, I'm not getting out of bed at 11. I'm waking up around like 10, 30, 11, but I'm getting out of bed at like 11, 30, Yeah, so the thing 12. is that your day ends when you get out of work, whereas yeah, most yeah. people, they still have a little bit of time. For sure. But I yeah. think if I'm understanding what Jimmy's talking about, his real issue is that when he's awake, he's also not doing anything. Yes. Right. That, that's he's sort thing. of just moping around. Yeah. So you got to get up, get out in the world, Jim. Exactly. I'm feeling that. That's why I'm talking myself into it. Yeah. Today I woke up at a, a decent time. I got up and I was like, oh, I got time to like, do things. Yeah. Get up, get showered, yeah. get out there, do th- Get yourself out in the world. I will. And that's why I'm talking myself I into I encourage it. it. Be a Thank doer, you. not a snoozer. I yeah. will. Jeffrey, what are you talking yourself into I've been week? talking myself into going to shows more. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. noticing that. Yeah. Because, like, I, I live in a, a populated city. For sure. And there are several venues within walking distance. Mm-hmm. And I don't really go there for the last two and a half years for three factors. I found out three things, reasons why I don't go. It's th- my triple A plan. Age, mm. apathy, and arthritis. There's just... <laughs> I used to go to shows all the time when I was younger, and I would play in shows. Then I stopped playing in shows. I'm like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And like, this crowd's not for me, man. I'm an old guy now. And then when I could walk to shows, I was like, my knees don't want you to. Mm. But like, uh, last week, I I went to go see the Tossers. Yeah. Just like a Celtic, folky, punky kind of band. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It was cheap. It was a small crowd. They were really good. You know, March is their month. It's St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And then uh, last week, I went to go see Gogol Bordello, one of my favorite bands. Missed them the last couple of times there in New Haven. Mm-hmm. So I, I walked there. It's a great time. Nice. I had a lot of fun. And I got into their opening act, which is one of the guys in the band. It's called New Folk Rebel Alliance. And they had these weird, like, dub covers of Clash songs. Oh, and I've been into the Clash. Oh, I saw lately. your Snapchat. Yeah, because I've been listening to Stay Free. It's a podcast about the Clash, mm-hmm. narrated by Chuck D. Which I recommended to you. You did, and before it came out, we were both like, oh, we want to listen to this podcast. And I'd be listening to it. There's four episodes out at this time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Clash is really good. And also, like, I've always wanted to get more into dub. I just don't know how, because a lot of it is just like yeah, it's a whole stonery. But like, I like, I like the electronic stuff i don't really like the reggae so i just want i don't know any good dub bands guys send in your dub recommendations yeah, i don't even know what dub is it's sort of like a type of reggae oh okay subgenre okay um yeah man dan what are you talking yourself into i've been talking myself into riding a bicycle oh, oh. yeah as mentioned in previous episodes i lost a bunch of weight i'm getting healthier i went and bought myself a bicycle 
Oh, and I've been. How many training wheels does it have? Oh, uh, zero. Wow, it has nice. twenty-one speeds, mm, which nice. is new for me. That's a lot of speeds. I haven't ridden a bike since I was a child, and I rode fixies, fixed gear. You know, one speeds. Mm-hmm. Really, you never had anything else? Nah, the I last, wasn't a big bicycle the rider last as a kid. Oh, I was, dude. That was my childhood. Yeah, the last bike I had was eighteen speeds, and that was about fifteen years ago. No, Longer. so, but I'm getting into it now, learning how these gears work. Uh, it's still a little chilly right now as we're recording yeah. to ride to work, but I live only about a mile and a half from my job. Yeah. So on the nicest day of the week last week, I did ride my bicycle to work. Nice. It's a nice ride. It's about 15 minutes, maybe a little bit less, um, mostly downhill. The way home is a lot more difficult, <laughs> <laughs> mostly uphill. Yeah. We live. You live in a good neighborhood too. Nice yeah. bike riding place. Yeah, but like, at least you're not going to be sweating by the time you get to work. Exactly. I'd rather yeah, s- yeah. you know have a harder coast. ride on the way home. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, takes me a little bit longer. I got to walk a little bit, but as I build up my endurance, I think I'll get there. And why not ride? It's good for the environment. Buy- good for me. Less gas money. Buying yeah. the bike is what you had to do. Because when I moved to a city, I was like, I'm getting a bike. I've mm. been encouraging you this since yeah, you moved no. there. <laughs> and Get a bike. I, we'll go bike riding. I, then I didn't buy a bike, and I'm like, I should have bought a bike. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I went to a cool little local shop. I bought a used bike. It's actually a very nice, well-made bike that I got a good deal on. Nice. Make the investment. It's good. I'm still learning, but all right, it's going well. Bikes. All right, boys, are you ready for me to definitely talk you into conspiracy theory? Are you ready to believe? I am cautiously optimistic. All right. Well, uh, (laughs) a little bit of backstory before we get into this weird topic for talking me into is, um, I don't know, maybe about 2005, 2006, I was a security guard overnight, which Mm -hmm. Jimmy, that was my overnight job, Uh, and- there's not much to do when yeah. you're sitting in the parking lot of a grocery store between the hours of 3 to 7 a.m., seven days a week. So I would listen to – I would I would bring comics or books or whatever because there's no smartphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I'd play poker on my little flip phone, but that gets boring <laughs> after a while. Yeah. Sometimes I'd sleep the entire time, <laughs> and sometimes I would – sleep until well after i was supposed to leave (laughs) and get caught so uh one of the things to pass the time was radio and Mm. you know commercial radio at that time uh or now still isn't very great there's not much music i want to listen to you know i could have there was no cd or tape player in the the work van so i would listen to am radio and there was a show i found at the time called coast to coast am uh, which was hosted by George Norrie, previously Art Bell. Space and, Ghost, Coast to Coast? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Brack was crazy, man. Uh, and a lot of the things they would talk about were like paranormal stuff. Yeah. These weird conspiracies. And um, it was uh, it was very interesting uh, most of the time because it was also a call-in show. So people would call in with their, like, I was abducted by aliens or like, yeah. I know somebody who was like possessed by a goat demon or f- mm-hmm. whatever they would do. And that I'm like, must have been like a creep convention. <laughs> it, it was. Cause like a lot of, a lot of the callers were truck drivers mm. that are just like driving all night yeah. and they're listening. But there was also some weird stuff. Like some people would call in and like you would, there was one caller. It actually like scared the hell out of me. Mm. Uh, 
the way he was talking, it sounded like he just committed a murder, but he didn't want to admit it to like himself. <laughs> it was really weird. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. And like they even like hung up and like called the police to make sure like everything was fine. <laughs> yeah. Really weird. But they would just present these new ideas to me. And like a, a lot of the ghost stuff I don't really care about. You know, mm. like unless you're telling me that a ghost is an interdimensional traveler, then I am intrigued and I will <laughs> listen. But like undead, not really into like the yeah. possession stuff. They had like tapes of people like supposedly possessed in yeah, exorcisms, yeah. and I'm like, ah, it's like creepy. Even if it's fake, I'm all by myself in this dark park. Yeah, lot. yeah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but that was kind of my introduction to this this strange <laughs> world. Um, and then as time went on. My last job was just a brainless uh, job with physical labor. So I would listen to yeah. podcasts, listen to audiobooks all day. I would listen to some paranormal podcasts. One of them actually was called The Paranormal Podcast, yeah. hosted by a guy called Jim Harold. And he's kind of like a, a nerdy, dorky kind of guy. But I like to show because he would have guests on who would either write books or have these own theories. And he never treated them like they were wrong, but he also didn't never treats them like they're right. He just gives them a platform and tries to get information out. And the good thing I liked about him when presenting any kind of theories from any topic I just talked about or other ones is that he would also have skeptics on, which mm. is important to the conspiracy theory world because you need a balance. You can't just have people saying an alien abducted me and you're like, I believe you. Yeah. You yeah. need somebody to be like, did yeah, they? Yeah. Or tell me more information. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the intriguing part uh, about conspiracy theories to me. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of the intriguing part about conspiracies to me are that most of them are rooted in truths that are either undeniable yeah. or accepted as a whole. <clears throat> but then you can take like one nugget of truth and it could branch out into 10, 20, 30 different directions. And they all sort of make sense. Yeah. Like I don't believe 98% of the things that I hear, but all these things. And then you get like professors or people in the military that come and back the stuff up. And usually people believe authority. It's the appeal to authority. Mm -hmm. You have a tendency to just believe them, whether or not they're wrong, because they're people, and they could just be crazy yeah. or lying to you. They're credible. Yeah. They're, it's, a, it's, mm -hmm. it's information from a credible source based in something you already know to be a truth. Yeah. So then they why, just expand. Yeah. Why can't this be? And then it expands and expands. And actually on the Paranormal Podcast... I searched and searched and searched for this episode I heard about eight or nine years ago, and I could not find it because I wanted you guys to hear it. This lady was on, and she wrote a book, and it was like she was explaining all of these different things. It was like these different theories all combined into one, and it was so ludicrous. Even the host was like, I don't believe any of this. <laughs> she was like, the Greek gods were like reptilians from under the earth, and they oh, like, like married the Roman. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to get into, like, the reptilian Illuminati, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, George Soros, yeah. New World Order stuff with you. Uh, if you want to look at that stuff, <laughs> go for it. Bohemian Grove? Okay. That's that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. It might lead you to spend time with a dangerous group of people. Yes. Unfortunately, a lot of this stuff that I consider to be fun has been hijacked by, like, the alt-right or, like... Yeah. Yeah, you know. So, I, I, I don't... I don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. Like, uh, but like, I think chemtrails are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily believe that chemtrails are a thing, but Hey, you look up in the sky and there's these lines and like, why are they there? Are they putting pollutants in the air to control the, the population? No, no, they're not. <laughs> but like, 
are they trying to put these metal pieces in the air to direct the sun in a certain way to control the weather? No. No, but it's cool to think about because what if they were, Dan? <laughs> what if they were? So you're just viewing it basically as a new form of science fiction. Yeah, that's how I personally view yeah, it. And yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to do here. But I don't know. I'll just present to you uh, a few topics. And there's so many things like uh, there's there's crazy stuff with like the moon landing and yeah, Kubrick. Yeah. And like, I don't know if I believe that stuff, but it's pretty interesting to explore that. So what's the first conspiracy theory you want us to research? So recently, the reason why I put conspiracy theories on my talk me into list is because um, there's a show, this podcast called Crime Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just wrapped up season two. Each season takes place in a major U.S. city. So the first season was Rhode Island. Loved Not a city. <sighs> Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> I'm a moron. I loved it because it's like the area we're from. It was about the Italian mob. Mm. And it was this really well-produced crime podcast. Yeah, I've heard you talk about this. It's it's incredible. I recommend you go listen to it. Season two is about Detroit. It was good. Like season one better. But in the off, uh, the off season... They did um, a podcast called Crime Town Presents the RFK Tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look for it on Spotify, I just noticed that it changed to Crime Town Presents the Ballad of Billy Balls. Don't know what that's about yet, but <laughs> if you're looking for it, it might be under that. And it's about the assassination of Robert <laughs> F. Kennedy. Yeah. And what I found so intriguing about it is that it starts out and it tells you that after JFK was assassinated, mm-hmm. his brother ran for president yep. and was also assassinated. And it was it was pretty much on video. There were cameras. There were a lot of people around. And it happened in Los Angeles. And after JFK was murdered, conspiracies still yeah, to this yeah. day abound. Like, yeah. what happened? And the Los Angeles Police Department didn't want what happened in Houston to happen there. So they documented everything. Yeah, They recorded Every interview with Sirhan Sirhan, all these crazy interviews, and they have everything preserved almost perfectly. So you can go back and look at this mm-hmm. and find out, hey, what happened? So the host of the show just wanted to explore that. And then there were still conspiracies that there's another shooter. The bullets don't match. There's extra shots here. Um, it gets into was Sirhan Sirhan mind controlled? Mm-hmm. And whether or not you, they present everything with these facts, like all of these things can be true but by the end i'm gonna have you guys listen to three episodes i think that's fair three episodes of that it's only 10 so if you want to listen all 10 go for it but by the end of the series you find out that it's more about just why people grasp onto conspiracy theories and why they believe them Mm -hmm. and it goes from believing them to being a skeptic and it's really just a it's like a bird's eye shot of not just the rfk assassination but conspiracies as a whole okay so I think that if you if you listen, I'm not going to make you listen to the 10 episodes. Yeah, yeah, you would see that. But I think by episode three, it's pretty fair. They present a lot of information that's interesting. Um, so that's the first thing I'm going to have you listen to. OK. And then the second thing I'm going to have you listen to is the Paranormal Podcast, which I just mentioned. I um, <coughs> Again, I haven't listened to it in a while. I want to get back into it because I'm listening to more podcasts now. But I listened to an episode from March 21st, 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh the episode are aliens human time travelers from the future i think that's cool i love (laughs) alien theories and like 
you know, are the, are they time travelers? What planet are they from? What's mm-hmm. the reason they're here? And so many people have so many different ideas about yeah, what they are. Yeah. What is it just, are UFOs just undercover U.S. airships that they're testing out? I don't know, but it's intriguing, and mm. that's why it's fun. <laughs> and so this guy wrote a book, and his theory is that he's an archaeologist, so he kind of saw how we've evolved from when we started to where we're at now, mm-hmm. and he projected out what we may look like and like we might look like the classical gray aliens that people have reported yeah and he explains how time travel might be possible different theories about time itself in this episode i listened to today just to see if it's something i wanted to have you guys listen to they also talk about skepticism which is a recurring theme and it's very important to this whole idea of any kind of conspiracy theory or just a theory in general not necessarily like a conspiracy like it's government like the rfk thing there were conspiracies. Was it the mob? Was it yeah. the government? Was it just a crazy guy? You'll get into that. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is, I just found a couple articles on this. I know that there's like there was a book written a long time ago. There's a bunch of different sources on it. I'll just link you guys to two articles. There is a theory. This is a conspiracy because they're saying that the Smithsonian is covering it up, which is crazy. Oh. That um, there was a tribe of giant red-haired Native Americans, which red hair is not really a Native American trait. trait. So it's that's another thing about it. And they were in a war with another tribe, and they got decimated. But the bones have been found in these mysterious mounds in Northeast America. From, like, Appalachia all the way up to around here, I suppose, in New England. And this was around the late 1800s, and... There's photographs of it, like Abraham Lincoln at one point when he was president wrote about it. So there's these publications where there are truths about these. And they're saying that the aliens are, damn it, the giants are anywhere from like seven feet, which is still tall for now. And back then when these people were much shorter to like 15 or 18 feet. And they, they claim that, you know, some, there were some conspiracy theory theorists or people trying to debunk this that made fake skeletons using mammoth bones and those have been proved to be fake but they're still supposedly real ones that they say the the smithsonian is covering up so this information doesn't get out and that is intriguing to me Hmm. all right you know i i'm intrigued so i just picked these three topics yeah just as uh, a way to get the conversation started about whether or not you guys would want to mm. explore other topics or the maybe these same topics further in your own time just for fun not well, trying to prove anything i'm gonna keep an open mind i am a big fan of podcasts i listen to them at work all day so i'm sure i'll breeze right through those yeah mm-hmm. i'll read your articles and when we come back we will have an open and forthright conversation regarding conspiracy theories and whether we want them to be part of our lives okay <laughs> I don't know you're pointing to me. But I don't know. Oh, what I'm not pointing. To say. I'm just gesturing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Talk Me Into. It's been about 30 seconds since you've heard our voices, but it's been about two weeks since we've heard our own voices. We 
have been talking these last two weeks, but not in a room next to each other on microphones. Yes, mostly through textual message. Yes. And in these last two weeks, uh, hopefully you guys pause the podcast and listen to a few other podcasts and read some articles. But if not, Dan and Jimmy did. So we can talk about it. And we're those. here to coach your coach you through them. Yeah. Right. So uh like like we said previously, this is kind of a weird abstract concept for an episode. Uh there's a lot of different topics I would have liked to talk about, a lot of fun, weird conspiracies or other theories out there about plenty of subjects, but I narrowed it down to three. Some Just, would call them conspiracy theories. Oh, oh. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Theorizing about conspiracies yes. is what I was calling it this whole time. Mm. I could have cut out the about and it would have been much easier to talk about. So the first thing that I had you guys listen to was a uh, three episodes of Crime Town Presents, the RFK tapes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw it to you guys now. Um, I know none of us took a whole lot of notes because it's kind of like a weird thing to like take notes on. Right. We don't we don't need to know the specifics of each right, of like, these theories. Like we're yeah, not going yeah. through the podcast and analyzing like on this day in 1968, this no. guy met that guy. Mm-hmm. Um so I told you before we started that I had, uh, how did I phrase it? Not a hot take, but a shocking revelation. revelation. A shocking revelation. Are you ready for I'm it? I'm ready for this. The shocking revelation is that you asked us to listen to three episodes of the RFK tapes, and I blasted through all ten. Nice. What? I was hoping you would. Because it was intriguing, right? By the end of episode three, you were like, well, what's going to happen next? Here's my hot take based on my shocking revelation. Yeah, I think Jeff should have had us listen to all 10 because this podcast does go on a journey. It it Mm. really does. I was because like I know episode four gets more into the mind control stuff. Episode five gets into Mm -hmm. the lady with the polka dot dress stuff, which I don't know if it was even referenced in the first three, Jimmy. Um, Uh, It was referenced at the end of three, I believe. Or maybe in the beginning of one. Right. So there's all these different pieces that go together. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's summarize a little bit what they're trying to establish. So the the theory or the conspiracy theory that's being investigated in this podcast is whether or not Sirhan Sirhan was in fact guilty and the only shooter of Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah. Or if there was a conspiracy to murder him, if he was involved, if he was a patsy, you know, like things like that. So what did you think of the podcast, Jimmy? Uh, the podcast was pretty good. Um, I don't really listen to podcasts like this. I usually listen to like talk and discussion kind of podcasts. But this was definitely like a story. And it's something that was new to me. Um, I was interested. I knew why you were interested as soon as I listened to it. Because I was like, oh, Jeff is a big presidential guy. Hmm. Weird fact about Jeff. He knows a lot about U.S. presidents. More, more than somebody who never studied them officially should know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was intrigued because I don't know that much about the RFK assassination. I know a lot about the JFK assassination because he was an actual president. Fun fact. I didn't know much either before I listened to this. Oh, really? I knew the basics. I knew like Sirhan Sirhan, RFK was running for president. He was, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't even know the killer. I knew the basics. None of you guys saw the movie Bobby? No. It's a very good movie. No. Written. I don't know if it was written, but directed by Emilio Estevez actually. Oh, interesting. So, Jim, you don't listen to, like, true crime pro- podcasts? Nope. You didn't listen to Serial or S-Town? Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, you listen to S-Town? Yeah. Oh, I was going to put that oh. on here, maybe, because oh. that's a fantastic one. That's not really a 
Oh, you mean as a separate subject? Yeah, I was yeah, say yeah. That's not really no, conspiracy. no. That's just but a... but Jimmy, this this definitely feels like a true crime podcast. The yeah. way it's formatted and produced, I can and stuff. imagine. I know a lot of people are really into that show, Serial. Well, yeah. this this is like professional. This is Gimlet Media, mm-hmm. and it's from the yeah. Crime Town series, and it's it's just really well done. Yeah, as a podcast, I liked it just because I don't listen to shows like this, and they kind of formed it like a story. It's like you're watching a TV show, but it's an audio experience. Yeah, and where they're like adding in some like uh, clips and um, so stuff like that. So I loved it, and to give you a little further breakdown of how it worked. They they sort of opened the episode, uh, opened the series with the conceit that um, this journalist had grown up listening to a cassette tape of a mm-hmm. friend of his father's about just full of conspiracy theories about the RFK assassination, and he always wanted to delve deeper. So that's what the podcast was about. And each episode, as Jeff mentioned, kind of went down its own little tangent of theories. So there's like some groups that believed that Sirhan Sirhan did kill him, but he was under mind control. There's some groups that said he was part of a conspiracy involving a woman in a polka dot dress. Mm. Um, As a second shooter. Yeah, they get into the idea of um, uh, like just extra bullets being used as evidence to prove. And anyways, so spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the podcast, I'm going to go beyond episode three to give Jimmy a little background of where where it turns. And mm-hmm. basically, through the first, I would say, five or six episodes, the host is getting pretty sold on a lot of these theories. Right. Would you agree with that, Jeff? Yeah, he's present as he's presented with more information. And you got to think, like, we're listening to these episodes. I listen to them in about less than a week, maybe. I listen a, to them in week. two days. Yeah, so I listen to yeah. one or two a day. And but this is this guy's life. So his job is mm-hmm. doing this and he's interviewing these people. He's interviewing he's eyewitnesses experts and eyewitnesses who, who saw a lady in a polka dot dress in the hallway moments after. Yeah. Um, he's interviewing people who are skeptics. He's interviewing people who have even hotter, weirder takes. And he gets access to a whole bunch of re- audio recordings from the LAPD. And- right. And, yeah. and so he's fully immersed in this and he's starting to believe, OK, there is something going on based on all this evidence. It was either like, um, like I said in the opening of this episode, the LAPD recorded everything mm-hmm. painstakingly so that they wouldn't have conspiracies yeah, after yeah. because it just happened years before with his brother in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But due to police ineptitude of did they accidentally just lose this evidence like in episode three? Did they just lose this door pane that might have had an extra bullet mm-hmm. because they're incompetent? Or they just needed space, or was, or it, was it destroyed? Up. Yeah. Um, and even later on in the Smithsonian stuff with the Giants, we get into that. Like, is it just nothing? Yeah. Or is it a cover up? Did this happen? So he's starting to believe all of these things. But and, but as you go even further, he takes a step back and looks at everything, and then he realizes like maybe I'm too far into this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm lo- I'm looking for something. Yeah. And because yeah. you're looking for it, you'll find it. Yep. Like if you like even that what was that Jim Carrey movie, the number twenty three? He starts seeing the number twenty three yeah. everywhere. Uh, yeah. Like you just start seeing all the stuff, and then you're you're convincing yourself, and then he steps back, and he kind of start starts having a falling out with his uh, father's old friend. And it gets pretty heated because oh, that guy's devoted his life to these yeah, theories. Yeah. It becomes clear to me as a listener that Sirhan Sirhan killed Robert Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe any of the conspiracy theories. I take the same approach as he did that basically the LAPD didn't do as great of a job as they wanted to. 
And I don't think they did a, I wouldn't call it a cover up, but basically in order to, to not advertise their ineptitude, they sort of like clamp down on their contact with media and they just like right, refused like, to comment on a lot of things. One example is they had a beat cop taking mm-hmm. evidence that like a ballistic specialist should have. Like they were marking where bullet holes were when really it was just waiters banging into the door years and oh, years in okay. a hotel. Yeah. Things like that. Makes and sense. and they shouldn't have done that because like you should have a specialist. This yeah, was yeah. a presidential candidate that got murdered. It's a big deal. It's not mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to put one person's life above another, but a presidential candidate is more important in the eyes of a lot of people than just some jabroni. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so here's another hot take. I don't think this is a conspiracy theory podcast. I think this is a true crime podcast. By the end of it, it seems pretty clear that the conspiracies are not right. But they explore the conspiracies, and I would say as a whole, by the end of episode 10, you... You especially in episode 10 when he's admitting like, hey, I almost fell for all of these. I almost believe this stuff. I did believe some of it. I believed it enough to go forward and investigate other theories yeah. that they had. And it, it takes I think that by the end, it's really a study of the host falling into the world of conspiracy theories. And that's why I think that this podcast was good for our podcast in this episode, because it's not just presenting you with like, well, Sir Hand, Sir Hand, mind controlled. Let's focus mm-hmm. only on that because I've heard other podcasts and other stories about mind control and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's wild because multiple conspiracies, conspiracy theories play into this one event. That's true. And then by the end, you see the host, you see the host journey in in the world of conspiracy, conspiracy theories, theories. Mm-hmm. what did you think jim um did you buy any of it uh i, I don't know the I, I maybe i didn't go far enough into it to uh be exposed to all the conspiracies so i'm, I'm not completely sure i mean episode it was either two or three where um he was being uh kind of uh, I don't know the word for it, but he was kind of like being talked to by like a psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah. Then he was writing down things and um, oh, yeah, the free writing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that was that was interesting. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found that interesting. I was like, oh, maybe this guy was mind control. Was, but then you have to think as you like this is the only information you're being presented with. Yeah. Was it just fake? Yeah. Like, it, I, don't, it's I don't know. It's, it's just audio. It was yeah. from 50 years ago. Who knows if that was real or fake? Yeah. If you believe it's real, that's very interesting. They're yeah, also yeah. editing out the stuff that's per- pertinent to what they're discussing. So, yeah, yeah, like, sort of something that he hints at in later episodes is that there are times when Sirhan Sirhan basically discussed his reasoning for wanting to kill RFK. He oh, was really? he wasn't just like a regular guy who yeah. all of a sudden someone captured him and hypnotized him and mind controlled him. He had legitimate like hatred and a motivation for mm-hmm. for killing him. So yeah, I, I don't typically give into conspiracy theories. I'm presented them pretty often with TV shows I have to watch at work. Um, but it's I don't know. You consider yourself more of a skeptic. Yeah, I'm more of a skeptic. Whereas uh, I think so too. Yeah. I am too. But uh, I think you need to, there needs to be and you need to be with everything. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but it does yeah. seem like he just acted on his own. Yeah. Yeah. So when uh, when Robert Kennedy was the attorney general, he put Hoffa in prison. A lot mm. of those guys didn't like it. But then they're like, would they actually be able to pull this off? Did they just hire Sirhan Sirhan because they knew that 
he he didn't like him and he was just the fall guy Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of more grounded conspiracies like that yeah that stuff does happen uh in the the criminal underworld but like this is a huge scale this guy was steps away from being in the white house yeah yeah for sure or was it the illuminati who you know they wanted a, a point they brought up a few times was do you want the brother of somebody that this possible <laughs> a secret organization murdered to have access to that knowledge in the White House? Yeah, that, that, that's going a little far. That's but, when you start to sound crazy. Yeah, and, and they yeah, didn't yeah. touch on it too much in this, but they brought it up. But, but there that were, guy, there the, were the friend of the host's father, I forget his name, he definitely believed in that. I think, I think he believed in it more than mm-hmm. anybody else does. Yeah. As for the conspiracy and as for the podcast, I found it very interesting. It's possible I may continue with it, but um, I think you should at least finish this just so you know the full story. Yeah, whether yeah. you don't continue, it was with interesting. Conspiracy theory, we'll yeah. find out. But it was definitely interesting, and um, I'm also interested in presidential stuff, especially like that era because that's such a crazy time to live the the late '60s. Um, well, it's also crazy general. because at that time, this was the first time when we start having television everywhere, mm-hmm. um, all this audio evidence everywhere. And it, it's a cool transition. Like you didn't. I mean, you had video and audio documentation of presidents from like the late 1800s up yeah, to this yeah. point. But this is when you really start to have it. And even moving forward, like now, historians are just being handed everything yeah. now <laughs> with the Internet. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's an interesting turning point in technology and our american history yeah after i did listen to this i watched the uh the video of the the shooting or what have you um it, w- it was kind of interesting afterwards it was kind of like oh don't let this be another dallas don't let this be another exactly, dallas yeah. i was like oh that's interesting i was like oh they knew this was such a huge deal oh for at, sure at the time like as soon as it happened so moving on unless you guys have something else to say no, that about sums it up for me. Moving yeah. on to something that's pretty close to just a guy running for president and being assassinated. <laughs> are aliens humans from the future? And I had you guys listen to just one episode of the Paranormal Podcast. Uh, it's in the show notes. I believe it's like 500 and something. So this guy's mm-hmm. been doing a lot of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, let me he get seems like the type that would be doing a lot of these episodes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do agree with you. Like As soon as I heard this voice, I'm like, oh, man, that dude got beat up a lot in high school. Yeah, I mean... I've listened to maybe over a hundred of these episodes over the course of years. Woof! And like, <laughs> he seems like a nice guy, but yeah, he's he's kind of dorky. I would not listen to ten episodes of this. Okay, I yeah. had a very hard time getting me through too. this. Host aside, <laughs> actually, the host wasn't the issue for me. It was more so the guest. Okay. And, okay. The issue I have is I'm not intelligent enough to fully grasp this higher level thinking of Me too. time, space, time, um, time loops, things like that. So for me, after a little while, when I lose track of things, I glaze over. I'm going to argue that and say you are as intelligent. Well, and then here's they're why. not explaining here's it why. clear enough. Because this isn't some physicist like Stephen Hawking who has all these calculations or he's not mm. Albert Einstein. He didn't come up with relativity. Um, I, I When I had you guys listen to this, I just listened to this episode for the first time that morning, so I didn't like fully dive into it. But I, I, I did want you to, to listen to it because this guy is a doctor. He has his master's degree. And when it comes to conspiracy theories, a lot of people tend to fall for or believe even wild, crazy things because they believe people have some sort of credibility mm. because 
he's a he went to college for seven or eight years. He got his master's degree. He's obviously smart enough. So why would he risk everything that he has to throw these wild things out into academia? Like he's an archaeologist. So because he's an archaeologist, he understands how bones are and mm-hmm. throughout time and he can project evolution so you're like oh maybe that does make sense yeah. because he has this history but also maybe he's just a crazy dude like yeah. i know a lot of people with college degrees who aren't smart not all all the time you don't need to be smart you just need to like show it depends on the college mm-hmm. you go through. it depends on the person it depends on the ind- individual situation it doesn't mean he's smarter than you and plus he went to school for archaeology he didn't go to school for physics yeah What'd you think of it, Jim? Uh, I'd agree with you about the credibility thing. I think he does have the credentials to kind of talk about this a little bit, um, but I don't think it was presented well. I think it I, was. I could agree with that. Uh, I was interested more towards the end of the podcast where they're just kind of shooting the shit and they're just talking about like, oh, the grandfather paradox and and how like right. um, how like time loops and stuff happen. Um, I was interested in that because I was I'm interested in time travel. Every topic that I've talked about since I've talked about time travel. Yeah, and th- stuff. this even presented something I'm not familiar with. I think it was called block theory time. Mm. Was it block theory? Or That's what I had the hardest. Yeah, time. like I don't even remember that. It was just a, a different way that I've heard time travel presented. Yeah, which I like. Like even if I don't understand it, that's what I like about it. Because mm-hmm. I want to know, and I think it would be cool if this stuff were true. Yeah, but yeah. he used symbolism of an airplane taking still photos of an airplane, and I didn't even understand his symbolism. I don't even remember. It was uh, it was rough for me. Like my here here's my thing. Time travel interests me in so much as the options it presents for fiction. Meaning like because you can do things like go back and experience prior moments or meet people in the future, those are cool in fiction that I enjoy. Yeah. But I don't even I can't even invest myself in his theory as to whether aliens are actually future humans because I don't care. It has no effect on my real life whatsoever. I mean, neither does anything. Yeah, but the difference is... an effect. It's just entertainment. And the difference between that and even the prior podcast was they had characters that I cared about okay. and was invested in. Okay, so hmm. put, put the actual episode of the podcast aside in the presentation and the quirkiness of the host. Yeah. Just thinking about... And let's say not even the how of the time travel, because like if if you go 300 years back and you show somebody an iPod, it'll blow their brain apart. Like that's a common thing. Like, yeah. And Ninja Turtles three, April had a a Walkman (laughs) and they were like, you're a witch. Like they don't know what it means. Like, I don't know how a phone works. I just know how to operate it. Mm -hmm. But so put that stuff aside and just like just the theory of, okay, we have these thousands and millions of years of samples of bones, we Mm -hmm. see how they change over time with this information. I can say that in X years, humans may be elongated. They may lose the ability to talk. They may be a different color. They may be grayer and their eyes might become bigger and they might. And this isn't, this guy didn't come up with this. This is a, I've heard this theory before. This just happens to be the podcast I listen to, Mm -hmm. but I think that's interesting because that's a fact that you presented me with all this information and it could be testable. It is testable. Is it proven? We don't know until we get there. But mm-hmm. this information is true. Do I believe it? I don't know. But that doesn't interest you at all? So so here's the thing. I'm not very interested in it. But I did make sure that I was paying attention and listening and trying to see if I could buy into it at all. And what I sort of determined is 
apart from the presentation of it, he did a good job proving why it could be. Right. Like, he mm-hmm. did a good job of shooting down the reasons why this can't be the case. But I don't think he did a great job proving why it is. In other words, like, he basically just said, like, it's possible for this reason. It's possible for that reason. But he didn't, he wasn't able to show to me enough of a trend to say, like, we've evolved in this way so far. And if that continues, then X will happen. He basically just kept saying, like, eventually it'll prove itself out, whether it's right or wrong. But none of us will be alive to know that. That's true. I think mm. he did a good job of keeping the door open to the theory. And I'm fine with theory. Like, if you believe that, right. cool. But to me, honestly, it also makes no difference. I don't believe in the existence. I'm, I'm sure there is probably life somewhere, but I don't believe that people are being visited and abducted. Yeah. But even if they were, even if you did believe that, it has no bearing on me whether they're aliens or far-flung future ancestors because at that point, they're alien to us anyways, even if they're They are human. alien to us, but I, I don't know. I still think that would be wild if that were yeah. true. Even if he presented something like they're not here for some kind of diabolical reason, they might just be historians that want to look mm. and just see. And like, how cool would it be if we could just open up a portal and like look at Thomas Jefferson? Like, that's just cool. Yeah. I'm interested in the idea. I thought the theory was interesting, more interesting than the RFK tapes, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think the podcast was as good as the the JF yeah, the RFK it's just, tapes. Uh, yeah, it's just a it's a fun little romp. Um, <laughs> it, it's interesting. Um, I like the theory. I like time travel stuff. I I know a little bit about aliens and alien abductions and what whatnot. Um, so it's an interesting theory. I never heard that theory before. So when this was presented to me, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And that's kind of the most I got out of it, to be honest. Right. And I did want to bring up. I believe in this episode, he mentioned other theorists theorist going to like conventions and selling books mm-hmm. and he tried to separate himself from that because yeah. uh, Jim Harrell did ask him he's like why would you risk all of this like all of your career all of your hard work on yeah. a theory that people might not believe mm-hmm. and he even brought up that a lot of people do a lot of people of his stature or his credibility do this stuff because there is a conspiracy theorist and a paranormal and a supernatural circuit. There yeah. are conventions. There are people who just pump book after book after book out. And that's their job. It's like Glenn Beck or Alex Jones pumping out this garbage that oh, they just yeah. speak because they know it's not real, but they know that people believe it and they can mm-hmm. make money. on yeah, it. Yeah. There's that's a market true. for it. Right. For sure. So, this guy might not even believe it. He might just have a sane enough theory that people have a palette for mm-hmm. and will not write him off. It might just be like the centrist conspiracy mm. theorist. And he has the credentials that if he says this, some people will listen to him. Yeah. And I'm what I brought up with the credentials and credibility, a lot of like UFO stuff is mm-hmm. presented by like people in the military. Yeah. Because people trust people in the military and like Air Force pilots mm-hmm. that are working in the desert. You know, a lot of people believe that whether or not it's true, who knows, but they they use their stature in society and it holds more weight for a lot of people. Yeah, I don't think that he's either like I believe it or don't believe it. I think he just has a strong enough lead because he he's at least thought about this a lot um, and he has 
interesting ideas about it so he's exploring it it's not so much if he believes it or not you know right and i don't know if i believe any of the stuff either mm -hmm. but I'm, it's creating a discussion and it's fun yeah. the parts that i found most fascinating from this podcast were the parts where he was basing it on his own experience and knowledge um like i found it interesting when he was talking about the evolution of our jaws being more of a v formation than a U formation because we need extra right. space for vocalization and stuff mm. and how over time if we couldn't make enough room we may like lose speech and that's sort of where he was going with the idea of tele uh, telepathic communication right mm -hmm. but it's weird that on the on the other hand he does this very common conspiracy theorist thing where something that doesn't fit his theory he just discounts. I, I agree with that. So he, he said like, oh, some people have said that maybe um, these quote unquote aliens, future humans, whatever you want to call them, have something implanted in their brain that allows them to communicate. And it's not a like homeopathic, like a natural manner of telepathic communication. But I don't feel that that's the case. And they moved on. But why don't you feel that's the case? You know, exactly. Like, yeah, if they yeah. could invent backwards time travel. Which, like, Einstein theorized that you could move forward in time but not backward in time, uh, which is more provable than not. But, like, yeah. if you think that they can move backwards in time, why can't they just put a Bluetooth well, that, in their brain? That, that's exactly my point, is to me, it seems much more likely that we would shrink a cell phone down to the size of, you know, a fingernail and implant it in your your brain rather than all of a sudden develop a whole new form of communication. Yeah. So it's it's odd to me that... He does this thing. He did it a few times in the episode where he just he just leaves out or glosses over what doesn't fit his. I'm not trying perception. to talk you into Dr. Michael P. Masters, Dan, <laughs> but I do agree with you. But that is also a common thing with conspiracy theorists that I've heard from everything I've listened mm. to. Yeah. 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 So you want to move on to the we could probably talk about the two articles together. We could. And I picked these two articles yeah. because it's on pretty much the same topic. But one is from somebody who believes there might be a conspiracy or a cover up. And the other is from a skeptic's point of view where they have pretty much the same information, but they're both presenting you with facts to prove their side of things. Yeah. Um, to me, this one, this theory of the red haired giant Native Americans also reeked of just bad investigations and clearly not a real thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I was more so looking into how they could have existed rather than if they existed or not. Like they didn't talk about like, how are there 12 foot native Americans? They did like, mention is something about biology. Point. I don't yeah, remember. They, they mentioned it about um, a few of them having right. gigantism and then selective and then, breeding. Right. Basically. So then okay. since the community yeah. is so small, it just kind of like produced this, but they still also talked about in one of the article, uh, I think it was the one trying to prove it. How, like if you found 17 giant skeletons in a community of like 750 people, like the, the chances of that happening are like a trillion yeah, of a percent. Yeah. yeah naturally yeah um so which article did you want to talk about first or do you want to talk about them both together i i sort of just read them both together and i'm i don't really remember don't, which is which yeah, okay same here but um i thought the part that stuck out most for me was in i guess it was the more skeptical one towards the end when he sort of talks about how a single piece of like faulty reporting gets handed down 
through the ages and people cite the same works. Right. And then even if they redact it, it's there's still a paper right. that mm-hmm. published it, even though it was redacted and then it's mouth word of mouth and it's like a game of telephone. And to it me that you. that seems like the most plausible is like obviously this was probably some sort of a legend handed down by the Paiute Indians and uh it was reported in like Western books for the first time and it just passed on. Yeah, it there. was a combination of the was it Paiute or Paiute Indians and the Sitka Giants in the the Lovelock Cave. And there was like these excavators that were working there 17 years and they have these crazy records on all of like this pottery and everything, but no giant bones. And there might've mm-hmm. been like one bone that was split that had marrow. So they thought that it was um, cannibalism. cannibalism. And yeah. then they have all these other reports from like the 19 early 1920s to the late 1960s. There's not one report of giants, even in um, something that people who believe it happened. There was a Sitka Indian who or Na- native American. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, who wrote a book about it and in the book she wrote like they had red hair they Mm. were cannibals there was a war between these tribes but even in that she never once mentioned that they were giants yeah and the red hair thing i found interesting that a lot of people now think that that came from um i guess mummified remains the hair Yeah. yeah yeah turns like a shade of red just due to the presence of uh i don't know if it's oxidization oxidation or I think something so. yeah. causes the hair color to change. So, yeah, this is one. Um, the subject matter is a little more interesting to me because I, I kind of I always tend to lean more in this type of stuff. I'd be more interested in like cryptozoology. Right. Mm. Um, which this kind of falls in, even though they're they are people. Like I know that there's sort of like ancient stories of like mm-hmm. giants. And but stuff. also, if you believe the one article that's trying to prove it, they also say, "Listen, there were hoaxes. We're acknowledging that there were hoaxes. There was wrong information. If you put that aside, and we acknowledge that's real and that does happen and it can happen, but you can't take th- these few hoaxes and discount the fact that like there were photos taken." Um, maybe now they're doctored, but back then I, these articles didn't touch on it, but I read other articles. I don't know how true it is, but supposedly Lincoln even gave a speech in which he mentioned it. And supposedly they have like a piece of paper with his handwriting that mentions it. Oh, I'm sure Um, they do. Right. But that's part of the thing. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. this was seen and it's somewhere and the Smithsonian has it. And this also goes back to the same thing with the LAPD and RFK is the Smithsonian covering it up because they, something bad happened and they like massacred these Mm. people or is it just like bad file keeping yeah and they just don't know what happened to it yeah i'm a little bit more of a skeptic on this one um things that go back hundreds of hundreds of years i'm just like do we really have the documentation to prove this kind of thing but that's the interesting thing about this one is that there were art news articles written like we just mentioned like one of them might have been redacted but there were books and there was a lot of other stuff Mm. but how can you even trust the fossil record when they made clear that the first people to excavate those caves were basically like grave robbers like treasure thieves And, and lovelock yeah, well, they yeah. were first looking for guano, and they literally just threw every artifact into a trash pile. How can you trust matching things up? Like, uh, I, I personally, yeah, so, am, but that, I'm interested in the subject matter, but I don't believe it at all either. Yeah, but that that if you throw everything in a pile, that could also disprove your point. Maybe there were giant bones, and they were just thrown away. You you can't prove something's existence by saying there's no proof that it didn't. Oh, exist. I know the Lovelock Cave. I'm more on the side of skepticism. Yeah. The other one, the Smithsonian cover up. I'm in the middle. Like, yeah, it could be true. 
Yeah, that the Smithsonian thing kind of was like, oh, maybe, but my theory personally, after reading both articles, is if there were quote unquote giant skeletons, they seem to be more in the seven to eight foot range. Yeah, which would be gigantic gigantic for those people and it's still very very rare even today but don't you think that it's a greater likelihood that because of their physical stature there's already accounts that large people were raised into a position of superiority or power yeah so don't you think that rather than the idea that there was many of these people who were buried in and we've found the mounds maybe there was only some of them but because each of them was so special, they were buried with a greater degree of care and dignity. Could be. So Probably. those mounds are now excavated. Oh, that's a good Whereas yeah. the vast, vast majority of their fellow Just Native Americans, yeah, yeah, they had their own burial rituals that aren't being. But they even said in a lot of it's not like there's 3,000 giants just in like this giant mm-hmm. city in Ohio. <laughs> Yeah. In West Virginia, yeah. there's yeah. like there were like 17, but even that percentage is crazy high. Mm-hmm. If you're saying that there's a tribe of gigantic 19 foot redheaded Indians, <laughs> I don't believe that. But if you're saying that there was one small group of Native Americans that due to inbreeding and like closed genetic loops had a higher propensity for abnormally large tribal members i could believe that i could believe that too it's just like that family in kentucky that has blue skin have you ever seen that no because of inbreeding and stuff like that and they were closed off their skin uh their pigment is all weird and it it looks like a gray blue color so like they Mm. look like papa smurf nice so yeah uh i don't know i don't really believe it um i i found it a little interesting though yeah same here okay so whether or not you believe the actual conspiracies I presented you with. Uh, I never wanted to talk you into believing that there's 19 foot giants or believing that Sirhan Sirhan was mind controlled or believing that aliens are us from the future. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but before we get to any sort of conclusion, I did want to sort of strike to the heart of the matter, which is the thing that if I'm understanding that you like about conspiracy theories is the investigation. Yeah. You like the research, hearing different opinions. The presentation of real facts, which different conclusions could be wrung out of. Yeah. So, like, I guess I wanted to say that, well, Jimmy, do you have any experience with that? Like, we didn't really get into what our experience is with conspiracy theories. Like, Mm -hmm. have you ever done a deep Wikipedia dive on a subject and felt yourself maybe going down a rabbit hole. Did you find enjoyment mm. in that? Uh, not really. I've watched a bunch of episodes of Ancient Aliens, and that's <laughs> uh, that may be the worst one. Yeah. yeah, maybe like the first season. There's a couple episodes you're like, oh yeah, it's okay. interesting. I know some people that are really into it, um, but I've never found it like something that I need to like take a deep dive into. Not even just alien things, but conspiracies in general. Um, I like the ideas of conspiracies better than actually, like, looking into them, I think. Mm. Like, just the idea of, are aliens people from the future? I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but I don't really... So you'd be more inclined to, like, watch a movie about it rather than read an article about it. But that's one way of getting the information. You're watching a documentary, listening to a podcast, reading articles, reading a book. 
but it's not the same because I'm not talking about documentaries. I'm talking about like fiction or okay. yeah, the like ideas f- like the film Fire in the Sky. With, yeah, with that, sure, they're presenting a theory, but they're doing it by investing you in the characters. Mm-hmm. And making you want to follow their story. Yeah, the one takeaway that I had of this is conspiracy theories are the best way to make fiction. Uh, just like okay, writing yeah. in general, like people can totally make a RFK assassination. I mean, movie L. L. Or... Ron Hubbard. I mean, <laughs> so there is um, a movie that does tangentially like connect with the whole RFK assassination. It's called Conspiracy Theory. It's with uh, Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. And the film is really about hypnotic programming and mind control. And basically, they try to draw a correlation between a lot of these guys like um, Sirhan Sirhan, um, you know, Oswald, you know, all these big political assassins Mm -hmm. and try to say that maybe there's sort of like a government like CIA agency that grabs these people who are already borderline, you know, schizoid. Okay. Or, you know, mental health, dealing with mental health issues. And they, like, basically mind control them and turn them into weapons. So th- that may be something that you may find a little more enjoyment from. Yes. The only thing I remember about that movie is that I rented the VHS from Blockbuster and they taped Mel Gibson's eyes open and his eyeballs were touching the tape and it yeah. freaked me out. <laughs> and every now and then I think about it still to this day. I'm just like, oh, his eyeballs are taped open. So I have been known to go on a little bit of deep of a deep dive thing, but it's usually only involving these like weird assassinations that we don't know anything about. Mm. Like um, Mark David Chapman, you yeah. know things like that, and uh, and a little bit. I've watched some like cryptozoology stuff about like Bigfoot. I don't really believe in any of it, but I find it. Yeah, that's that's the point of the show, Dan. Okay. Okay. So Jeff, I think we're ready for your question. Dan and Jimmy, mm-hmm. have I talked you into conspiracy theories? No. no. Oh, what the <laughs> hell? I really thought it was going to be a yes. So mine is a no. You guys no. showed a lot of a lot of interest. So mine is a no, but with a little addendum. Okay. Which is, I did like the RFK thing, and it did sort of encourage me to, I always enjoyed that. I've watched specials on JFK assassination, things like that. So I could see myself delving a little bit more of that sort of that gray area between true crime and conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've ever read um, the Stephen King book, um, I don't remember the title of it. I'm doing really good with titles today. <laughs> Stephen King wrote a book about time travel. I think it's like 11-22-63. Yes. Yeah, they had a Hulu series on Yeah, it. it's the date that Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah, yeah. And I found that very engaging. So I will still look into that. And if you have further suggestions on that type of stuff, I would be interested in that. Mm. This is my first mixed no. Uh, hmm. Part of me really wanted to get into it. I'm not saying that I'm never going to look into a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying I'll never find enjoyment out of conspiracy theory, but I'm not going to actively look into conspiracy. This is this also isn't something that like is a hobby of mine. Yeah, this is just something when like I'll listen to a podcast and like when I was listening to like 30, 40 podcasts at a time, I would mm-hmm. listen to this. Something I was on the radio before we had smartphones. Um, I don't think I own one book on it. Mm-hmm. It's not something like I actively seek out, but it's still very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost in the same okay the same field as you. Like it's not a huge thing to me. Okay. So I did have a hard time deciding if I was going to be a yes or a no, 
And I guess what I boiled it down to to make my decision was, and I'll, I'll ask you first, Jeff, since you're the one presenting. Okay. Are you currently subscribed to any conspiracy theory podcasts? No. Oh, well then why are you talking us into it? <laughs> because, because to well, me, well, no, hold on. I'm not willing to subscribe to any of these and I'm not willing to commit to listening to them on a regular basis. So that was a no for me. I'm getting back into podcasts after n- having not listened to many mm-hmm. for a long time. Okay, so you could foresee so, yourself like on, subscribing. On Stitcher, I still have the Paranormal Podcast. I still have these even worse like fringe ones like UFO Files and like all this. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I'm still subscribed. I haven't listened. Okay, well, that would be a yes okay. then. Are you subscribed? <laughs> yes. Okay, but I don't actively listen. But Paranormal Podcast, if a topic comes up, like this UFO one, I did look. I did look at it for our show, but the uh, or the I'm sorry, the aliens from the future. Um, I don't listen to everything. Like I said before, I don't give a shit about ghosts. I don't care about it at all. <laughs> Jimmy does like ghosts. So I like ghosts. Maybe that'll entertain yeah, him. So the difference between me and Jimmy and you is that you're going to be presented with these range of subjects, and if you find it to be interesting, you'll check it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to leave the option open, basically. Right. I would search for a podcast about, you know, John Lennon's assassin or something like that. Well, even the the RFK tapes, the only reason I found that is because I was subscribed to Crime Town, which mm-hmm. is just a true crime podcast yeah. that yeah. doesn't have to do with conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was just a little side one they did. They currently have another one that's about a murder that doesn't deal with uh, conspiracies. Yeah. Uh, like if you look up Crime Town Presents on Spotify, it's going to say Big Balls Billy. <laughs> and the RFK tapes is there because it's part of the Crime Town Presents series. Yeah. So I didn't even actively look for that. I just happened to fall into it and loved it and wanted to present it to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the only thing I'll ever look into conspiracies, if I'm looking for ideas to write about, I may do that. And that's about it. So, oh, defeat. <laughs> I have been double defeated. I this had is a hard half one. a defeat def- before. It's like a mixed result. Mixed bag of nuts. But what I'm hoping for is that the next episode... Will oh. not be mixed results, and it will not be a no. It will be a reaffirming yes. Oh, what are you oh, talking wow. us into, Danny? I am talking Jeff, Jimmy, and the audience into a series from the early two thousands that or I the loved. early aughts, as hipsters would say. You would say that. I've <laughs> never heard anyone but Jeff refer to the early two thousands. I, I hate calling it the early two thousands. You say aughts. No, I'm not an old <laughs> Civil War gunner. I'm not going to refer to it as the aughts. Might as well just say the dickities. Talk me into referring to the first decade of the century as the aughts. I'm talking Jeff, Jimmy, and you at home into Deadwood from HBO. Oh. Okay. It is a Western, dramatic Western series. Did they say the aughts back then when referring to the 1800s? No, they say a lot of other very profane words. Oh, okay. I like those. Yeah. So I'm asking you to watch season one, episodes one through four, which are available streaming on HBO Go, HBO Now, and Amazon Prime. Hmm. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. It's about, it's an ensemble show, but it's primarily focusing on a marshal from, uh, I forget where he's from, Montana, and it takes place soon after the end of the Civil War. And he has decided to hang up his badge and gun and make his way out to Deadwood, 
which is still a lawless territory. It is not mm. yet a state. So it's cowboy time, boys. Yeah, it's a it's a gold mining camp. And it basically deals with what does a man who has lived his life devoted to keeping the law and being honorable do in a lawless, dishonest, dishonorable place? Okay. Interesting. And the reason why I'm doing this is because they've announced that there's going to be a Deadwood film. Did it end on, like, a cliffhanger? It did. Not 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 a cliffhanger, so to speak, but... There was just no conclusion. Exactly. Okay. All right, we can get into the meat of it next episode, but yeah. this is interesting. So I encourage you to check out Deadwood Season 1, Episodes 1 through 4, and if you like it, you'll be all set to continue in time to see the film, which will be airing on HBO this year. Interesting. So, Jimmy... If people are so inclined, where can they find us online? If you feel so inclined, you can send us an email at talkmeinto at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at talkmeinto. And I think that's it, right? I don't know. We need more people to subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah. Subscribe, everyone. You don't want to miss an episode. This is comedy gold. Yeah. iTunes. Yeah. Stitcher. Spotify. Your favorite podcast or RSS feed aggregator. How about where can they find you personally? They can find me at son of a Fitch, S-O-N-N-A-V-A-F-I-T-C-H on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow my photography page at son of a pics. Funny. Jeff, where can people find you on the internet? They could find me on the internet browsing. Putting, uh, oh, find my social media accounts uh, on Classic. Instagram at Large Heart on Collider, on Twitter at Jeff27. That's five F's in Jeff. And I'm Dan. You could find me on Twitter at Danny underscore breakdown. And you could hear what I think about some really bad movies and some really good movies at letterbox.com under the name Danny Breakdown. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Giants were an inside job. Oh, I have to pull up. Watch two. what you hit this freaking table. I know, but I have to pull up two things. So you have to hit the table to do that? Yes. Shut the f up. Link! <laughs> what was that? That's how Jeff clicks Link on his phone. He goes, Ugh! <laughs> I have to pull up two things. Well, because then I have to quickly switch over. Shut up. Yeah, but it's... it's Shut up. Fine dexterity with your fingertip. Why do you shake the table? Because I, I, I have two tabs open. He had his now, elbow okay? resting on his phone, and he's to touch the link, he went... <laughs> I was readjusting. I had to adjust my area down here. Oh, boy. It's fine. It's my area. Are we ready? Can I start, please? Yes. We can start. Okay. Conspiracy time. Yes. Dan, Dan is not into this idea at all. <laughs>